Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and I am back again with Flex Chain of the Flex Network. All of his links are down below in the description, as well as the video we did on Mr. C.D. Lamb. Maybe it was a day ago, two days ago. Who really knows? But thank you very much, Shane, for coming back on. Again, in this video, we are going to be talking about Jerry Judy of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Now, I'm going to read his stats off real quick of his junior season, his final year at Alabama before going into the league. So he was 20 years old, 13 total games, 77 receptions on 102 targets, over 1,000 receiving yards, 1,163, 25% target share of the offense, 75% catch rate, 10 receiving touchdowns, and he did nothing on the special teams work. The first thing I want to bring up here real quick is there's going to be a lot of debate between CeeDee Lamb and Jerry Judy. And we said in last video to Shane, it's all about the landing spot. To me, it is as well. But just something important to note here. I could probably display it on the screen. His FFPC average draft position, FFPC pretty much what that is, is high stakes type of leagues that are drafting right now. His ADP is going up and down. It's going crazy. Whereas CD Lambs is actually going higher. His ADP is going up instead of going down, down meaning lower into the draft being a higher pick. So uh, in, on May 7th, he was around pick 95, and then May or March 14th, he goes down to 103, and then he rises again and then comes back down. No one knows what to do with these guys. People are getting in their head trying to figure out who it is is the best wide receiver. So what is your favorite skill when it comes with a guy like Jerry Judy? Well, I think that uh, it's kind of interesting. So to your point, like Jerry Judy, I think, is probably the general consensus in most NFL circles is like the wide receiver one. And what it comes down to is just his ability to run routes. It's just that crispness, um, that professionalism. I mean, he, to me, he's the kind of guy who's going to come on the field and probably from day one, he's going to make an immediate impact on his team. I mean, we chatted about a little bit on the, the CD Lamb video, but uh, this, this year is going to be a little bit odd in terms of getting those reps in, in, in the preseason and in training camp. But mm-hmm. let's just assume for all intents and purposes, apples to apples that he had a full training camp. I would say that this like Lamb or excuse me, Judy can walk on and we talk about that trust. I think he could earn the trust of his quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because you read off the stats and his stats have actually gone down versus last year, but he had a guy named Tua Tungavaloa throwing him the ball last year. And that makes a bit of a difference um, in terms of your overall productivity. So yeah, I mean, this guy is, I would, I would argue to say he's like a slam dunk, right? In terms of the prospect, he's like an easy guy to look at. Um, the yeah. only thing that, that maybe would give you a little bit of pause is just his overall, um, his overall size, right? I mean, he's not a really big guy. He's six foot one, 193 pounds, which it's not a death warrant, but you know, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough to be productive in the NFL, but um, a guy that I've heard him comp to is a guy like a Stefan Diggs, mm-hmm. And I mean, he's a pretty good player. So, yeah. you know, if, if Jerry Judy turns out to be as good as Stefan Diggs, you just hope that he's got a better opportunity and he lands on a better team. But I mean, he could be productive for a long time and he's young. He's, he's only 20 years old right now. So he's one of the youngest uh, prospects actually in this class. So that's, that's yeah. great as well. I mean, if Jerry Judy was more like Stefan Diggs, he would have had less trouble in uh, Louisiana. So, I mean, that's Jeez. just a funny joke right there for, <laughs> for all of you uh, Saints, <laughs> fans. Saints fans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, shout out to you guys. So something we also talk about in all of these rookie profiles is the guy's breakout age. Now, he broke out at 19.4. He's currently 21 years old. Now, we talked about this in the last video, but I'm just going to assume you're brand new. You have no idea. You never watched last video. You should yep. down below in the description. But explain again what breakout age means for wide receivers. 
Okay, so essentially what a breakout age is, it means like, okay, so the way that they define it is when they have a 20% dominator rating. And the way that dominator rating is, is measured is essentially like your respective amount of total team yards and total touchdowns within your team. So if you are going and you're putting up a, a 1200 yard season and you're getting eight to 10 touchdowns, that's gonna be a very strong dominator rating. So the reason that a breakout age is important is because it shows that these prospects at a young age are able to come into a new a new system, a new college environment, right from from high school, and they can be immediately um, impactful on the field. Mm -hmm. And essentially, what you want to see is you want to see these, these receivers continue to grow throughout their college career. And if you if you show from the very beginning, you know if, if the bar's up here and you're continuing to raise the bar, that's mm -hmm. just that's good, right? I mean, it always comes back to trust, capability, the ability to grow. And if these guys show at a young age that they can compete at the high level and then continue to improve, I think that NFL coaches and NFL GMs are a lot more confident that, hey, this guy's going to be able to succeed at the next level. So it makes a huge difference for sure. Yeah, for, definitely. Now, the, we talk about target share as well. He had a 25.1% target share his junior season. His mm -hmm. freshman season, it was 8.1. And his sophomore year, it was 20.8. So what does a huge target share really tell you? It's, it's about the trust, right? Well, it's about trust. And I mean, the thing about uh, Judy is, you know, who was he playing with? It's another guy who's potentially going to be another wide receiver one picked in the first round of this draft with, with um, rugs. And, you know, it makes a difference when a guy like Judy has 25%. That means one fourth of all of the targets went to Jerry freaking Judy. That makes a big difference, especially yeah. on a good team like Alabama. Yeah, for sure. Now, we talked about this in the other video as well, but with all this coronavirus stuff, it is very worrying for the rookie wide receiver hit rate. I read this in the last video, but I'm going to read it again. So pretty much, yeah. if you're drafted in the top 10, I don't think any of these wide receivers are going to fall into the top 10. Probably, obviously, a Judy, Lamb, they're going to be first round picks, at least to me, probably 100% a lock. So if they finish, get drafted in the first round, it is about a 36% chance that they finish as a top 24 wide receiver. There's a 0% chance that they finish top 12, 55% uh, chance they finish top 36. So a wide receiver three and a wide receiver four is around 55% as well. Now, last year's numbers are going to inflate these numbers because last year, the wide receivers were playing out of this world. I don't think I've seen that since it was like Odell and Mike Evans coming out looking this good. So 2014, man. Yeah, 2014. So that also could have inflated these numbers. So what are you thinking is where these guys are going to get drafted? Like we talked about it in the last video, you said the Raiders or the Jets, yeah. but what are you thinking about that? Well, I, again, I think that's probably right around that sweet spot. I don't see them going into top 10. And I guess just to, to touch on it quickly is that this is maybe it doesn't have like the sizzle at the top. Um, like there isn't like a Julio Jones level prospect in this draft, but there is a lot of very, very good wide receivers in this class. And because of that, there's a possibility that those wide receivers could get pushed down the board. I mean, we talk about it's replacement value. If you can get a guy of similar level skill and ability that you think that can come on and be like your wide receiver one or two on your team and you can get him around later, why would you spend that first round draft capital when you can get an offensive lineman or yeah. maybe get like a defensive back in that area? So where you have to start kind of looking at it and, you know, I'm not a professional mock drafter by any stretch of the imagination, but a lot of mock drafters that I've read about have put 
these guys right at either going 11 or 12 to the Jets or to the Raiders. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, we talked about the last video. I would probably be more comfortable with, with one of them falling to the Oakland Raiders versus the Jets because Jamison Crider is not going anywhere. And the types of players that these guys are, um, at least in their very first year, I don't think that they're going to be able to elevate and become just like that alpha immediately, mm-hmm. especially if, if training camps get, sh- get shortened and whatnot. So um, I think that that would be a good spot. And, and I mean, chances are that if these guys do break out and breakout could be like a thousand yard season or however you want to define it, mm-hmm. it probably is not going to be until their second year. That's just realistic. Yeah. I, I completely agree with that. Like if they're not going to be having, these practices, it's going to be so much harder to develop that chemistry. You can't develop the chemistry talking to someone on the computer or on the phone. That's not how you develop chemistry yeah. to win a football game. So we're to look real quick at year two wide receiver hit rate. So if you get drafted in the top five, which none of these guys, that's not going to happen. You have a about, let's see here real quick, my bad. You have a 20% hit rate if you are in the top five. But if we move back to around where they're going to get picked in round one, second year is about a 13% chance they finish inside the top 12 of fantasy wide receivers. 38% chance that you're a top 24 wide receiver two wide receiver three would be around 47% and wide receiver four would be 47%. And something you brought up is how deep this class is. There's going to be guys like Mims, yes. guys like Rieger, guys like Leviticus. I don't even know how to say the guy's name. Chenault, that Chenault. that yeah. guy, his name is very complicated, but he's going to be going later in drafts too. This is such a deep class. It's, it's crazy. And I think that that's going to impact the way a lot of these teams are going to be drafting because they might just say, fuck it. I'll wait till the second round and draft one of these other guys over a guy over wasting my top 10 pick on a guy like Jerry Judy when you can get someone else, even if they need a wide receiver. So is there anything else here you want to talk about, about Jerry Judy? I mean, same thing with lamb, man. I mean, pretty much, I think this guy's going to be good no matter where he falls. Yeah. Uh, there's some teams that we'd prefer, like if he ended up on a team by chance, like, like, uh, Green Bay, I would like, I think everybody would be pretty ecstatic about that if they end up with a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. But this guy is going to be good no matter where he goes. And he's the kind of guy where when the ball's in his hand, he can make a play, he can make a cornerback miss, and that could lead to a touchdown. So I love it. Don't be worried about Judy. If, if you're sitting at that 1.6, 1.7 in your rookie draft and he's staring you in the face, click that button with confidence, man. Yeah, 100%. We talked about this again last video. Draft all the running backs before you think about taking these two wide receivers because this year it is going to be different. The wide receivers are not going to be hitting likely early in the draft. Again, this is something I emphasized last video. I would personally rather in a startup not draft a guy like Judy or CeeDee Lamb in the fifth round, sixth round, which is where they're going to go. I'd rather wait two more rounds, grab a guy like Tyler Boyd, a guy like Terry McLaurin, who's a second year in the NFL. He goes late there too. It just makes zero sense because people love their shiny new toys. You brought this up. They love to just get, oh, this brand new guy. He could be so amazing. He could be this. He could be that. Whatever they they cop. You said Jerry Judy, Stefan Diggs. This guy could be Stefan Diggs. He could be better than Stefan Diggs. Why not just take the guy you already know is good to me? I don't understand why people – think this they just get too invested in the nfl draft to get too invested in these guys if you're in a rookie draft make sure to wait on a guy like judy draft all the if you're in a super flex get the quarterbacks then get the running backs then get a guy like judy so you got anything else here or are we done no but i mean you kind of just made put up a good point i mean if you can trade you you're sitting at just a regular draft and you're sitting with at the 1.6 trade back see if you can get like a 1.9 like a 2.1 for your 1.6 because you can probably get two pretty quality receivers or you can get a guy like uh, a Keyshawn Vaughn who might fall 
and then mm-hmm. get yourself like a Denzel Mims and you are laughing. I would much rather have like a Vaughn and Mims than just a Judy. Yeah, sure. that, that makes a lot of sense because then you have two chances that someone hits Absolutely. over one chance. And those guys have similar skills, especially the first guy you mentioned. I think he has a lot of skilled mm-hmm. Mims as well. So thank yeah, you guys absolutely. all for watching this video. Make sure to click on all of Shane's links. Make sure to check out the Flex Network podcast everywhere where you can listen to podcasts on YouTube as well. All those links are down below in the description. We are going to be making two more videos on two more wide receivers that are going to be coming out uh, as the week goes on. So let's hope the NFL draft happens. They're saying it's going to happen. Everyone, they're going to have the Madden guys come on the screen and grab the jersey from Goodell or something. I don't know how that's going to work, but thank you guys all for watching. Let's have fun. Have a great rest of your day.